Information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Selena Garcia had made some poor decisions, but her close-knit family hoped that she was moving her life in the right direction. It was October 2022, and Selena had recently just got out of jail. She had been charged with trespassing and with lying to a police officer, but needless to say, Selena was thrilled to be out after spending more than 30 days there. She was released on the evening of October 6, 2022, and her sister texted her right away. They were close, very close, and her sister wanted to check in on her. On the night of October 7th, her sister texted her again, asking what she was up to. Selena answered, saying that she was going out with friends. The next day, once again, her sister texted her. She saw that Selena did read the message, but never texted back. Every subsequent text message her sister sent in the next couple of days was read, but no response was given. What was going on? Her sister had an eerie feeling because this sort of thing never happened before. The two always texted back and forth and kept in touch, no matter what. Fears were heightened because just a few months earlier, a young Hispanic girl had gone missing in their area, Susanna Morales. She had yet to be found at this time also. Her family did everything they could think of to try and find Selena, but they were unsuccessful. By October 23rd, Selena was officially a missing person. Where is Selena Garcia? Hello, and welcome back to the Where Are They podcast and another unsolved missing person case. The case of Susanna Morales came recommended to me last year and was a case that I was keeping a very close eye on, actually preparing to cover her story when sadly Susanna was found deceased. While looking into her case, however, I did come across the case of Selena Garcia. Selena's case has had far too little coverage. She went missing back in October of last year, just five months ago. 
And generally with cases less than a year old, there are usually several news clips I can find, at least from local news sources. Even if those news clips are very short, some only one to two minutes long, but they're always there. I found one news clip covering Selena Garcia's story. One. And it was two minutes long. Why the lack of coverage? Some say it's because she's Hispanic, or others said it's because she recently had been in trouble with the law. And many times people turn a blind eye to those that have legal troubles or addictions. And it is a sad but true reality. Before we jump in, a big welcome to our newest Patreon member, Dave. Welcome to the group and thank you so much for supporting our mission. If anyone has any case suggestions or case feedback, please contact me anytime on social media. Links are always in the show notes or email me at canwefindthem at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Spotify. More on them shortly. So now let's jump into the story of Selena Garcia. Selena Garcia is the baby of her family. She is the youngest of seven siblings. And Selena has a very close-knit family. She was especially close with her sisters, keeping in touch with them daily. The family mostly resides in Gwinnett County, Georgia. And in the summer of 2022, Selena found herself in some legal trouble. She would be arrested on charges of trespassing and lying to a police officer. Now, really, the details of the case are pretty irrelevant, and I'm not going to be diving into that. But it's worth mentioning because some do think that this might have played into Selena's disappearance. The Disappearance Selena Garcia was so excited to be released from jail. She had spent more than 30 days there, and for any young woman, it's a terrifying and traumatizing experience. Whether Selena made some bad choices on her own or had been hanging out with a troubled crowd, everyone hoped that Selena would now be on the right track. After all, no one wants to go back to jail, right? Selena was released on the evening of October 6, 2022, from Gwinnett County, Georgia. One of her older sisters immediately reached out to her to check on her. They texted back and forth a few times. Both seemed happy and in good spirits. Things definitely seemed to be looking better for Selena. The following day, October 7th, Selena and her sister texted some more. Her sister asked her what she was doing. She responded that she was hanging out with some friends. Her sister then went on to ask what Selena would be doing that evening, and Selena said she was going to be going out with friends. She didn't say where or specifically with whom, but just that she was going out. Now, the next few days are a bit of a blur for Selena's family. Everyone kept texting her, but no one was getting any answers. Her sister even texted her that she was getting worried, and the message showed that it had been read. But there was still no response, and this was very unusual. Selena always texted back, usually rapid-fire text, not even waiting any length of time to respond. So immediately, her sister was worried. But not everyone shared her concern. 
Beginning on October 12th, Selena's family reached out to law enforcement. But Selena was 25 years old. She didn't need to be checking in with her family every day. And that's what law enforcement told them. So while her family continued to search on their own, they didn't receive any help from authorities. It would actually be a full two weeks after Selena vanished that law enforcement took an official missing persons report. The Search and Investigation The search for Selena was a tough one for many reasons. The family didn't have the support of officials and proper authorities would have also had the resources that the family didn't, such as an easier way of GPS tracking, finding CCTV footage, interviewing people. But Selena's family was mostly left on their own. When law enforcement was pressed for answers about why they weren't looking into Selena's case, they did say that they were investigating Selena's case just like any other, but there were just no leads to go on, which was true. But maybe if someone with experience and knowledge of these type of cases was out there pounding the pavement, they could have uncovered some leads or evidence. Another reason family believed that law enforcement didn't seem to be taking the case seriously was because Selena had just been released from jail. She did have some legal issues that she was kind of in the middle of. So another thought process from law enforcement was, did she go on the run to avoid any future court dates? But those that knew her didn't think so. The charges really weren't that serious not something that she would have went away for years. So why would she go on the run? It didn't make any sense. Plus, it seemed the hard part of that case was over. She had done her time and she had been released. Her sister truly believed that someone kidnapped her or took her against her will. Why else was her message read but not responded to? Did someone else have her phone? Who was it that read that message? Selena's sister would also learn about a text message to a friend that had her concerned. Apparently, her friend had texted Selena on October 7th, asking if she was safe. Selena responded and said, quote, Yes, but I'd rather be with you. End quote. I do have questions about that text. Selena's answer doesn't seem too alarming to me but I wonder why the friend asked her if she was safe. Was there some kind of inkling or worry that maybe Selena wasn't safe? And why would that be? Also, were those friends that she was believed to have been with that night ever identified? Selena was believed to be with friends on October 7th in Lilburn, Georgia. She was known to frequent friends' houses also in Norcross, Georgia. And these would be the areas that the family would focus on. Norcross, Georgia was just five miles from Lilburn, and Norcross, Georgia had been dealing with another missing person case just a couple months before Selena disappeared. And that case would lead to protests, rallies, and demonstrations for justice for these Hispanic women that vanished just a couple months apart. Before we take a closer look at the case of Susanna Morales, Let's take a quick ad break for this episode's sponsor, 
Spotify. Susanna Morales. Susanna Morales texted her mother on July 26th that she was on her way home. She had been visiting a friend at their apartment complex in Norcross, and Susanna was just 16 years old. When she never made it home that night, her mother reported her missing. But like with Selena, no one really paid any attention to her case. Because she was 16 years old, a teenager, she was immediately classified as a runaway. Her family disputed that fact from the beginning. Not only was Susanna not the type to run away, but she had just texted her mom that she was on her way home. Why would she have done that if she were running away? It would take a lot of legwork from her friends and family and the Hispanic community to bring her case to the forefront and get some attention. Just two and a half months later, Selena Garcia disappeared now as well. Selena was thought to have been in Lilburn, Georgia, which is about five miles from Norcross. But Selena was also known to spend time with and have friends in Norcross. So now two young women disappeared just a couple of months apart from the same area. This kind of reminds me of the story of Kaya Taylor and Veronica Reyes Diaz, two young women that vanished from the Plant City, Florida area just outside of Tampa, also Hispanic women. By now, with both Selena and Susanna missing, the community was very worried. And you'd think that their stories would have been picked up nationally by now, but they really weren't. Getting media attention and law enforcement help for these girls was still a struggle. Sadly, Susanna's case would be resolved when her body was found on February 6, 2023, in a wooded area of Decula, Georgia. Decula is a town also in Gwinnett County, about 20 miles east of Norcross. Found near the scene was a handgun, a Glock 19 that was later identified to belong to Miles Bryant, a Doraville police officer. Bryant had previously stated that his gun was stolen from his truck, however. But as Bryant was identified as a person of interest, authorities did begin surveillance on him, and they were able to find sufficient evidence that ultimately led to his arrest for Susanna Morales' kidnapping and murder. Bryant, not only a police officer, was also a member of the National Guard and worked part-time security at the apartment complex where Morales was. But Bryant also lived in that apartment complex. So there was a connection to Miles Bryant and Susanna Morales, but we don't know if there is any known connection between Bryant and Selena Garcia. But one has to wonder. These two cases have also brought to light some possible issues in law enforcement there. Both families stated they received little to no support, especially in the beginning. But authorities did release a statement saying that they treat every case with the utmost importance and urgency. Gwinnett County, Georgia. 
Gwinnett County is considered part of the Atlanta metropolitan area, located just to the northeast of the city. Gwinnett County has just under 1 million residents in total. Now, while still pretty populated, there are a lot of parks and recreation areas within the county and surrounding the county. The Chattahoochee River is a large river that runs 430 miles from northern Georgia through Alabama and into Florida. Gwinnett County also boasts several fishing lakes with these listed on their websites. Tribble Mill Park, Lake Azoro, Lake Chandler, Lenora Park, Little Mulberry Parks, Lake Miller, Rhodes Jordan Park, Club Drive Park, and Collins Hill Park. Now, if you are looking to leave the immediate area, there are many ways to do that with several main highways and thoroughfares running through the county, and there's also a few different airports. If Selena left the area on her own, she likely did so in a vehicle, but where would she go? Even as authorities labeled her as missing on her own, at least at first, that's what they believed, her friends and family didn't buy it for a second. Where would she go when pretty much everyone she knew was in Georgia? I was surprised to see that crime in Gwinnett County is actually slightly below average for the country, although that doesn't say much when looking for a missing person, especially when another missing person had recently been found deceased. Questions and Theories With little information to go on, of course, there's many questions. Many. Was there any cell phone to analyze for Selena? What was she using to communicate with her sisters? If it was a cell phone, have they checked for any cell phone pings, GPS trackers, or maybe some unusual phone calls or text messages to the phone? Who were the friends that she was with on October 7th? Her sister originally said that she was kicking herself for not asking who she was going out with that night, but at the time, she just didn't think so. She had no way of knowing her sister would vanish that night. Now, if authorities have identified and interviewed these friends, what are their stories? What are they saying? Perhaps they have some information that can point in one specific direction. Was any possible connection between Selena and Miles Bryant investigated? Being that Selena disappeared shortly after being released from jail, I also wonder if any of her cellmates or other prisoners there were interviewed. Was there anyone who had any contact or connection with Selena that might have some information? on Selena's immediate plans upon getting released. Maybe some insight into Selena's life as of recently. So we are left with a few possibilities. Number one, Selena left on her own accord. While there is no evidence pointing to any desire to do this, there is no evidence pointing anywhere. This is what authorities first believed had happened with Selena, but not Selena's friends and family. Number two, Selena met with foul play. 
Did something nefarious happen that night? Did Selena find herself in a situation she couldn't get out of? Either maybe with the friends that she had been with, or maybe with someone else completely. Number three, Selena was kidnapped. Her sister has stated that she believed Selena was kidnapped and being held against her will. But where and why? Number four, Selena harmed herself. This is always a theory in missing adult cases, but nothing points to this as being something that Selena might have been thinking of or considering doing. Plus, then if she did, where is she? And I do realize we can't rule this theory out, but nobody really puts any merit into this theory either. So what do you think happened to 25-year-old Selena Garcia? Selena is described as a Hispanic woman, five foot four inches tall and weighing around 150 pounds when she was last seen in October 2022. She has brown eyes and shoulder length light brown hair. Selena is 25 years old. Anyone with any information about Selena Garcia's whereabouts is asked to call detectives at 770-513-5300 or Crime Stoppers. And remember, you can always remain anonymous through Crime Stoppers. Their tip line is 404-577-8477. You can also submit tips online at Stop crimeatl.com. Crime Stoppers is offering a cash reward for information in this case. Selena's family has also set up a GoFundMe that they plan to use to hire a private investigator. I will link that in the show notes. I'm sure every dollar contributed will help. And if you are unable to donate financially, sharing the GoFundMe and Selena's case will be a tremendous way to help as well. Please make sure you are following the Where Are They podcast on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If any case updates come in, we will post them there. We also share almost daily on our Instagram stories with new cases, case updates, or news on different search efforts happening. If you are interested in supporting the show on Patreon, you can join us at patreon.com slash where are they podcast for bonus episodes and content. Our bonus episodes do become available after a week or two to our subscribers as well over on all of our regular podcast platforms. Any feedback or case suggestions, please email me anytime at canwefindthem at gmail.com. It was indirectly a case suggestion that led me to Selena Garcia's case today. Thank you so much for listening to Selena's story. It has been about five months since anyone last heard from her and the urgency to find her is still growing. 
We will be back again very soon with another Unsolved Missing Person episode. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.